0: Hello, listeners. Uh, welcome to the Odalay Show. Um, I have with me um, on the phone here, uh, uh, VoiceOver Internet Protocol from Hawaii, USA, Kristen Legendess, um of Will Travel for Vegan Food. Um, it is August 6, 2014. Good morning, Kristen.
1: Good morning. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, it is my pleasure. Um, A few years ago, Kristen left behind a traditional 9-to-5 career mode to embark upon her Will Travel for Vegan Food campaign, during which she traveled throughout North America to all 50 United States states expressly in order to dine in and write about vegan restaurants. Other of her projects include or have included Kale Media, Unabridged Addiction, and Vegan Weddings HQ. Kristen holds a Master of Arts in Integrated Marketing Communications from Emerson College, and she works as a marketing and communications consultant. Her resume includes such bullet points as Vegan Mainstream, the New England Anti-Vivisection Society, the World Society for the Protection of Animals, and the Farm Animal Rights Movement. She's a book coming out soon through vegan publishers, and there is a rumor of a Will Travel for Vegan Food version 2.0. So again, welcome, Kristen. Um, how long have you been a vegan and how did it occur?
1: Yeah. So thank you again for having me. Um, I will have been vegan. It'll be eight years at the end of this month. And I was vegetarian for eight years before that.
0: My story is that I, uh, it was lent about three years ago. Um, I borrowed from various different religions and, and started out lent avoiding things. Uh, that uh, the the old uh, books of Moses say to avoid, uh, by the end of it, of was a full-blown vegan uh, with extreme prejudice never to turn back. That's my story. It's probably, possibly different than others. I'm sure some may have the same. What about you? How did you come about first being a vegetarian? Um, mm-hmm. and, and then how did it segue into uh, being a vegan?
1: Yeah. Well, I always really enjoy telling this story because I feel like it's relatively unique i've never heard anyone that that shares this kind of story so i i enjoy sh- telling it uh so my older brother he's five years older than me he uh decided to drop out of high school and spend a summer following the band fish around the country and when he returned fish he, with a fish with
0: a ph
1: with a ph yes the, the, i don't know if the there are any band. bands that are called fish with an f maybe probably
0: there's leftover <laughs> salmon
1: oh <laughs> which i don't a, know them
0: <laughs> which is like a jam band but but um I, I've interrupted you.
1: Oh, that Are you is a Fish fan?
0: I will interrupt yeah, you again. Are, do you like yeah. the band Fish?
1: I can't say I really listen to too much of their stuff.
0: Okay, all
1: right. <laughs> but my brother apparently has. And so he returned from basically living out of a van with his friends and driving around, uh, and he declared his vegetarianism to my parents. And they were concerned. Of course, they thought, naturally, that he was going to be deficient in protein and all these other things and probably die. So they decided to do a bunch of research to try to prove to him why this was such a bad idea. And in doing so, they found the exact opposite. And they thought, well, maybe this is actually a healthier way to live. So from a health standpoint, they they kind of dove into it. And they sat me down one day when I was 16 years old, and they said that we'd like to become vegetarian together as a family. And I've always been relatively close with my parents, so I agreed. They did offer to stock the fridge with neat things if I did want them, actually. But I said, no, I'll give it a try. Uh, and never really did too much research on my own. I just kind of went along with it. And then I went off to college, and I remained vegetarian. And in the meanwhile, my parents got really involved in the local veg community in upstate New York. We're from the Troy area. And they started going to all these festivals and events around the country, different veggie expos and summer fests and things like that. And they really fell in love with the lifestyle and ended up becoming vegan after learning more about how dairy impacts one's health as well. And I thought they were crazy. I thought I could never give up my ice cream. You know, that's silly. Um, And then two years after they had become vegan, I was at a festival in Syracuse, New York, where I was living at the time. And I listened to a talk given by registered dietitian George Eisman entitled, Why Dairy Isn't Necessary. And it was kind of in that moment that I finally heard the message and stopped judging the people around me and my parents. And it really just hit me that day. And I finally understood how dairy impacted my body and the environment and the animals. And so that day, it was August 26th or 27th of 2006, <laughs> um, I decided that I would become vegan, and I
0: have been ever since. We'll call that your birthday. Mm-hmm. Was it, what you say, August 26th? Yep. Down to the day.
1: 27th, actually, I think it is, because I also, when I embarked on my road trip, it was supposed to start on my five-year vegan bursary, which... Um, was the 27th. So I think it was the 27th. Yeah.
0: Um, your will travel for vegan food campaign. Um, made you famous in the sense not. One would think of one would not think of with respect of a Disney film actress or a. Or a uh, pop music star, but famous in the sense of a well-respected and august statesman or uh, purveyor of peace and justice. Um, Will travel for vegan food and made, um, arguably or conceivably, or from partic- my advantage, a million minor miracles in interacting with people in your uh, gallivanting across the country uh, for, uh, related to the cause of animal rights and sustainable living. Changed your own personal world forever, uh, it seems, according to your writings. Please describe uh, to myself and the listener and, and iterate all about. We'll travel for vegan food. What was it? What is it? And what did you do?
1: Yeah. Uh, so, what is it? Well, I decided that I wanted a lifestyle to change. Um, I was living in Boston at the time, and I stumbled upon some reading materials about unconventional living and lifestyle design. And so, people like Chris Gillibo, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk... Corbett Bar. Um, I started reading their books and blogs about different people, including themselves, who were creating lives around what they enjoy doing, and this just really hooked me. I mean, it really hooked me in. I couldn't get enough of it. I just was reading all this stuff all the time, and I was inspired to maybe start dabbling in starting my own business because I realized that I wanted to uh, travel, and I didn't want to keep saying... I would love to travel, but finances, but this or that. And I was just getting sick of hearing myself say that and hearing my friends say it. And I thought, no, I want to do something about this. So even though I had a great job, I worked at the WSPA, the World Society for the Protection of Animals, in their Boston office. I had a great relationship. I loved living in Somerville, Massachusetts. But there was just this itch kind of deep down that I, like, didn't know what it was and I needed to do something about it. And... (laughs) It kind of occurred to me one day, I was sitting at my desk at work, and I kid you not, just the the phrase, we'll travel for vegan food, just kind of flashed in front of my brain. (laughs) And I immediately knew what it was. I opened an email. I started frantically emailing my parents and I said, I have this idea. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to travel around the country. I'm going to buy a van. Well, actually I didn't say buy a van because at the time I did have this little Honda Civic that I thought I would live out of, but it got stolen like two weeks before I was going to leave Boston. So then I had to come up with a plan which included getting a van and all of that jazz. So Yeah, it just, it kind of came to me one day and I felt very clearly about it because two things that I loved most was food and I wanted, I felt like I loved travel even though I hadn't done much of it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought I would combine these things, food and travel, and I don't know, see if I could eat at every single vegan restaurant in the United States. And I started talking about it a lot even though I hadn't really decided that I would do it. And then a few months later, it just kind of felt like the pieces started moving in that direction on their own, and before I knew it, I was sitting across from a manager putting in my notice at work, and then I did a Kickstarter.com fundraiser to get enough money to get going and get a vehicle, a new vehicle, Um, and yeah, that's kind of how it it began, and you're absolutely right, it did completely change my life and my, um, kind of where I'm at now, not only from a traveling perspective, but from the people that I met on the road, that was huge.
0: So how many restaurants <laughs> did you actually make it to Approximately, I mean, 500 plus is what I, did I read that on your, on your website?
1: Yes. So the final number was 547. Uh, and that was primarily like completely vegan, 100% vegan restaurants. And that doesn't include any that opened after I had been somewhere because I didn't backtrack. How many um,
0: are there in the, on the continent? I mean, you didn't get to all of them. Uh, maybe you did. Maybe you nearly did. I did
1: get to all of them, yes.
0: Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how many? So, there's thereabouts. And it's, are they growing trend wise? Are they an increased, I mean, they're more and more every day?
1: I would expect so. I know that some have closed since I've been in some locations. When I go back to write about them or follow up or something, um, some of them have closed. And then others have opened. I feel like I've heard of at least a half a dozen or so, if not more, in the last six months alone that have opened around the country. It
0: seems to me that just one vegan household, I mean, as, as this kitchen in in where I, my home is a technically a vegan kitchen. I mean, it is, it's just not a commercial kitchen. Um, and it would seem to me that if you got one in a community, it's enough to support it's an, it's enough demand to support a, a restaurant more, you know, it should be, um, I used to. I worked in the service industry all through my undergraduate, um, and I revisiting that now. In, in hindsight, I I could, I don't know, you know, I have a philosophically different perspective now. I mean, as a vegan, um, how many vegans are there in the United States? Oh, <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I haven't looked at any uh, research on that lately, but. According to some stuff that I see Flickr by on Facebook, apparently it's growing, but I couldn't give you a number. <laughs>
0: yeah. okay. Um, when you were here in Arizona, I'm in Phoenix, which is why I'm asking about Arizona. Currently, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. Where did you eat when you were here in Phoenix, and where did you eat when you were uh, in Arizona?
1: Yeah, well, I ate at about ten, nine 9 or 10 places in Arizona. There were a few kind of scattered around. My initial, the the primary reason I was headed... Into Arizona was uh, for Tree of Life, um, and like a kind of sanctuary oasis health center where people go to cure themselves of heart disease, diabetes, and sometimes even cancer. It's a fully raw, like kind of spiritually based place. And my parents had been a couple of years earlier and were just raving about their experience. And so I wanted to make it a priority to get there so that I could share them with my community. Uh, and so I headed down there in Patagonia. And then on my way back up, I stopped in uh, Cave Creek, Sedona, Tempe, Scottsdale, Phoenix, Tucson. Uh, there were a couple little places here and there. I think one of my favorite places was um, Nami uh, in Phoenix. It's this, like little coffee shop slash ice cream place, and I love ice cream. Oh, and I really did enjoy C- uh, Chef Sarah's. This is a raw place in Cave Creek. Um, it was really cute. I'd never been, well, I'd never been to Arizona before, but Cave Creek either. It was just the cutest little town, and her place was really neat, and the, the woman that owned it is just super nice. So that's where I stopped in Arizona.
0: When you were in Texas, I'm from Texas, so I'll ask about Austin. I know it's a, a, it's a, it's a, a community that I would expect, in which I would expect to uh, encounter uh, sympathetic values. What about uh, Austin when you were there?
1: Yeah, Austin was amazing. There's a ton. I was there for a couple of weeks. Actually, it took me that long to eat through all the places. There had to be at least I don't know 15 to 20 um, places that were vegan friendly, or some of them completely vegan. But Texas was great. I drove kind of up the center of it and ended up stopping in Arlington and Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, Richardson, and San Antonio. So I was surprised and took me like almost a month to get through the whole state (laughs) there's so much stuff
0: it's it's geographically uh sizable